bless you this morning. Welcome back to the house of the Lord. Are we all well rested and ready to go? <laughs> Maybe not well rested, but ready to go. Praise the Lord. <laughs> We've got one more service and we're going to give it all we have and we're going to have another time. You know, sometimes you almost come into Sunday morning feeling like we're just coasting and ready to land. But you know, I, I still believe God has something to do for us this morning. Pretty amazing. So let's come expecting. I'd like to just sing together. Is, is he worthy? Is he worthy? the world is broken we should have the words we're going to the words for that ah all right well i'm not going to spring that on you don't worry about that amazing grace shall always be my song of praise for it was grace that
actually going to sing that second verse one more time. But you know, after an experience like we've had these last couple nights, one of the first things the enemy does, he tries to come on and put fear in you. Say that that wasn't real and that it didn't actually happen or that it's going to be different when you leave this camp. If you've been experiencing that, I want you to stand and I want you to lift your hands as we sing these lines now. And those who trust in him will find their hearts at rest because my hope is in God. It's not me that does it. It's not me that does the work. It's not me responsible for keeping myself. You need to go read in the Psalms where David says, Why do you fear, O my soul? Hope thou in God. He's the one that does the work, and he is the one that is faithful to complete it. So let's sing this again as we just sing it in the face of the devil and throw it back in him that it's not us. It's our God in us that makes us an overcoming people. Amen? Let's sing this verse again. His tender mercies come with every rising sun to meet the sinner in his brokenness, to offer healing and forgiveness. Oh, and those who trust in him, they will
giver of life and we have seen life outpoured these last services oh God but once more oh God pour it out on your people how we desire just another meeting Lord once more amen we're going to go to prayer at this time Let me ask the brothers if they would come and prepare for the morning offering brother Mike's going to come open the service for us we do have one prayer request from brother Quibus Esther Heisen it says, Dear brothers and sisters, tomorrow I have to go for an emergency surgery for a tear in my retina. Could we ask Jesus if he would heal it before the doctors would even touch it? I believe in that kind of a God. Amen. Amen. May the Lord just have his way. Be with Brother Quibus. Amen. If there's a need on your heart, we know that he's a miracle working God. Amen. Brother Michael, would you come please? Amen. Are you the worshipers? You're the worshipers this morning. I'm going to pray, but you pray. Amen. Don't just leave me up here praying and worshiping and giving God thanksgiving this morning for what he's done. Let's all bow our heads this morning, and we will worship him. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, this morning, Lord, we've just sang the song in, in melody and harmonies. But, Lord, we want to lift our voices now in prayer and supplication and adoration to the King of Kings this morning. As we do arise this morning, oh God, with our worship, Lord, for what you've done, oh, look what the Lord has done. Lord, how can we not but worship when, Lord, amazing grace, how sweet the sound as the song was sung, Lord, that caught my falling soul. Oh, what a net that saved our fallingness, oh God, as we were falling through darkness and sin. Oh, God, but there was a net there at the bottom because there's predestination. There's a seed that you placed inside each little heart here, Lord. You would never let it fall into darkness. You'd never let it fall away. But amazing grace has always been and will always be my song. Oh, God, this morning, we so rejoice for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're continuing to do. Lord, we want to give you the praise and the honor. Lord, angels don't understand. They cannot sing their praises like this, Lord. Lord, they're silent at this morning, at this moment. But the people of the God, let the righteous and the redeemed, we sing out your glorious praise. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah this morning, oh God. Lord, we do not want to be short. 
as we've so stated often, Lord, the one leper that came back, oh Lord. Lord, for what you did for him. Lord, we put value. Lord, we put so much value on what you did. Lord, we can't just walk away and say nothing. But Lord, we put so much, Lord, incredible value on what you did this weekend and this full week, oh Lord. Lord, may the heart burst forth, Lord, of your people this morning as we come to receive your word one more time. Lord, not knowing what you would like to do. Lord, you're not finished yet. And you're a finisher. Lord, you're the author and finisher of our faith. Lord, we don't have just few services. There's a Sunday morning this morning, Lord. And somebody here needs a finishing work this morning. So, Lord, you've taken Brother David. You've placed a word on his heart that, Lord, he would come to speak it. So the nail will be clinched this morning. Lord, would you drive the stake down? Lord, if there's but a little bit still left, may the hammer of your word. Would it come and nail it, oh God, that those that will walk off this ground will never indeed, as Brother Ryan said, there's no doubt, there's no fear, there's no question, there's no challenge. You are before us. Oh God, who can stand against this army? We commit, Lord, this service to you. Lord, as we worship you in song and in word and in action, Lord, take control, we pray, from the very beginning. Lord, maybe even that your minister couldn't even minister because the glory of the Lord descend on his place. Hallelujah. Lord, we bless the offering as well. We pray over it, oh God. Would you pour back into the brothers, Brother Andrew, Brother David. Lord, we worship you in song. We worship you in prayer. Lord, we worship you with all you've given us, with our possession, with our belongings, Lord, with our lives. Lord, we give you our sustenance today. Lord, that we can give back to you what you've done for us, Lord. Lord, bless your people as they give today, Lord. What you poured in, Lord, may they pour out. And Lord, may it be a continual cycle of your pouring. Oh, God, may we be conduits of your word. We commit this service to you. This need, Lord, but a COVID. Lord, that's laying here before me. A surgery that needs to be done. Surely, Lord, after these few days of services... There's no even question, oh God, but Lord, that that can be dealt with. It can be healed in this very moment. Oh God. There's a faith bank in heaven, oh God. Lord, there's a people here that are writing some checks today. Lord, for Brother Kovis. Lord, we write the check that they'll be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, surgery would not be needed. Lord, it could be used as a testimony. Lord, one more testimony to certify that you're a living God. Lord, we bless them. Bless his service. We commit it to you now in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. You may have your seats as we take up the morning offering. I think, Brother Tim, do you want to come? Maybe you can share a little testimony what God did, you can come at this time and we'll have you sing for us and share a testimony as we just take up the offering. And Has God been good to you? Amen. Oh, that sounded maybe just a little bit tired. Has God been good to you? Yes, he has. Amen. Brother Tim has a testimony for us and then he's going to sing for us. Well, God bless you. Um, last night, uh, the Lord healed my voice and it's... It, uh, it was, it was a long time since I've been able to really sing uh, with my voice working properly, and that was hard for me as a singer, uh, knowing you know, that's, that's really a weapon the Lord's given me to be able to fight uh, hard times or whatever it might be. You can lift uh, your spirits by singing some 
hymns of the faith, and then the devil tries to come and take that away. But, um, but the Lord did a miracle, and I, just after going through the prayer line, I went back singing the song, and then my voice was just working like it never has before. And, so. I just wanted to share one more thing, which uh, something else the Lord did for me at this camp is in the Friday morning devotions. And uh, something about, I hardly, hardly even know what was said, but um, I just, the Lord was dealing with me and really getting, uh, giving God first place in my heart. You know, sometimes uh, you might think that you've done that already, but then life goes on and things can creep in and it can even be a good thing. I was thinking, you know, the Lord can bless you with a precious and wonderful gift in your life, and then you can start to make more of that than, than uh, the giver, right? You're, you, um, you can take a good thing, or at least Satan can kind of inspire you to, to give other things first place in your heart. And, and so the Lord uh, just was speaking that to me, and so I really committed everything to him and renewed my, just gave him the place he deserves in my heart. And I'm so thankful, Brother Michael, that at the end you, you said, you know, you said he, you might, you might, God might have been dealing with you, but you might want to come and finish it. And because and, I was ready to just go off, but I, I, I responded to that, and um, I'm so thankful I did because it just it felt feels like now all the, all the, all the flues have been blown out, and then I'm, it's like my, just everything is so clear. And so just praise the Lord. My soul is Jesus. 
fairest of ten thousand. In my blessed Lord I see. Let's sing this last one together. You, Brother Tim. He came through the prayer line and he asked God for something. And then he came back at the end and said, I got it. <laughs> he, said, he said, I'd like to sing it. Absolutely. You know, that's what we believe. God doesn't always do things that instantaneous, but what do you have to lose by believing for it? <laughs> Why not? You're going to receive it one way or another. Amen. You know, I would like to sing a song that we haven't sung in the pre service yet. We've about sung everything that exists in the post services, but. Uh, Maybe we could just sing Arise, Possess Your Inheritance, as we'll turn the service to Brother Tom. And when we get to those lines that say, I am free, I am free, I want to really hear all of your broken, lost voices really cry out. Let the devil know, I am free, I am free, I am free. I can tell the world I'm free. And you can start right here. Amen. So let's sing this together, Entangled by Heavy Chains of Captivity. Entangled with heavy chains of captivity I was bruised and battered by sin I was condemned and sentenced to a life of bondage Oh God, and there was no peace within Oh, but then a sound was heard But then a sound was heard Receive the atonement. Accept the 
scream, jump over the pulpit, run up the aisles. I don't know. But I know one thing. I know there's people that got delivered last night. That's what I know. That's what I know. Not by emotion. The Holy Ghost himself. When they came up this, up this stairs, the glory of God came down time after time after time. And you know, I, I just started thinking, you know, this poor man cried. This poor man cried. So I want to know how many young people, just, we'll just do the young people, that you know the poor man cried and God heard your cry last night. All right? Then if you feel you want to help me sing, I've never been a chorus leader, choir leader. I don't even know how to say it. But you want to help me sing, this poor man cried. You come up right now. And you come and take a stand. I want you adults to see what God's done. I want you to rejoice back there. Amen. This poor man cried. Come on up. Did he hear you, young people? My He will deliver Oh, magnify Come on up, come on up Might as well rejoice Come on up, move along Come on, Sister Abigail Keep it coming Glorify Keep it coming, keep it coming Play along here Keep it going 
of God's grace. Moms, dads, counselors, rejoice because God has done a great thing at Cloverdale Bible Way Camp. Let us bless the Lord you make your way down
know what the prophet said? God uses men. God uses men. And we have been blessed to be able to have Pastor David Mayer all the way from Thonan. Thonan? Close? France. He has been a friend, pastor, a man of God that we have admired. And I thank God that he had time in his schedule to come and minister to us this camp. Amen. God bless you. Amen. And then have our precious brother Andrew. I, I feel like a daddy. I do. I feel like a daddy. I, I feel that old, I guess. <laughs> I'm so thrilled that God can take a young man and make him a vessel for the kingdom of God. Associate with Brother Ron Spencer. Thank you, Brother Andrew, for coming to our camp. God bless you. Amen. Well, I'm at it. There's another young man sitting right there too, Michael. Thank you. We're blessed. We're blessed. Amen. The men of God, Brother Tim, Brother Murphy, stood so faithfully hour after hour after hour. Hallelujah. Brother Jean, thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for being a part of this camp. I don't know if it get any better, but I'm, I, put my, I put my order in. I put my order in. Not for myself, but for you. God, give us one more. One more that you'll never forget. And that God send you off to all your places with the fervor of God. A fire burning strong. We're having baptisms after this service. Hallelujah. Glory! And if you have not been baptized, you came up to this line, you said, Brother Tom, I want the Holy Ghost. And I just asked the question, have you been baptized? Not yet. I said, well then, the water's there. We're going to have a baptism tomorrow. You say, well, Brother Tom, you haven't sat down us with the, with the scriptures. We did this morning, Josiah. We did, didn't we? But you know, in the day of Pentecost, when they heard these words... What doth hinder us? There's water. If God's dealt with you and you've committed your life to Christ, you are privileged to go to those waters. And we will baptize you according to Christian baptism. Repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Young people, do not delay. Do not delay. This is your time. This is your hour. And may the words of God that have been spoken over this pulpit 
this weekend lodge so deeply in your heart that you will never fall back into the old ways again the only way that you can go is forward it's onward Christian soldier amen well let's welcome our dear friend and pastor brother David Mayor and may God use him this morning amen let's just sing welcome Holy Ghost we welcome you This morning have thine own way Lord I greet you in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ it's good to be back in church maybe wore out but that's okay I believe God is here and he's still the same for another blessing certainly want to thank each and every one of you you've been a great audience yes you wore me out <laughs> you pull on the gift so but you've been a blessing to me my family so I want to say thank you from all my heart for being a blessing to us I want to thank brother Tom for the invitation to be standing here before the portion of the bride of Jesus Christ we should never take it for something that is common or just normal it's a grace to serve the Lord never forget it wherever you may be it's a grace to serve the Lord amen so thank you brother Tom amen it's a, been an honor to be standing with you all ministers on the battlefield having brother Andrew next to me amen we are a blessed people amen to this morning I'd like to yes to it's the final service and how, how can we end meetings like that I mean but just an encouragement we are a blessed people amen and certainly we want to give thanks to God for all he has done you know the Bible tells a story about the lepers 
and only one came back but let me be that one let me be that one that comes back and again and again and again and says Lord I'm so thankful I remember brother Ed and by the way I want to greet brother Ed our precious brother Ed and sister Ruth God richly bless them we love them with all our hearts I remember years several years ago as we were going through a, a hard trial and my father-in-law was in in a coma and, and they were the saints were praying all over the world that's the body of Christ amen isn't it wonderful amen miraculously God raised him brought him out of the coma I remember talking to Brother Ed, and Brother Ed said, you know, all the fasting, all the praying that's been going on all around, that you did, all these times in prayer. He says, now don't forget to take all the time that is necessary to give glory to God. So you may spend weeks, months, years, but take the same time and even more give thanks to God amen because these meetings were ordained by God and truly we have been blessed amen so may God bless us once again this morning thank you musicians amen before going into the word I'll keep you standing so now I know you will stay awake when you when you go sit down then the burden becomes heavy <laughs> You know, we are a privileged people. Brother Bram tells us that Israel is God's timepiece. We know in Matthew 24, where he says, the, Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall never pass away. Isn't that something? God's word will never pass away. Brother Branham brings, he takes that scripture and he says, you know, the generation that saw the fig tree put forth its bud. How many know the parable of the fig tree? If you don't, read your Bible. He says that generation that sees the fig tree, and the fig tree is always Israel. And when Israel goes back to her homeland and becomes a nation, that's the generation that will not pass away until these things are fulfilled. In another, script, in another uh, quote, he says, Amen, and verily I say unto you that this generation shall not pass until all is fulfilled. How the infidel, without the interpretation, and I would say without the revelation, how that the infidel likes to lay unto that and say, but he said, this generation, not the generation Jesus was talking to, the generation that see the fig tree put forth its bud when Israel became a nation. He's talking about our generation. There ain't another generation coming. I think Brother Tom just mentioned something. Amen. This is the end of the end time. This is the final age. Amen. Brother Bram says, he says, the days we're living in should cause the church to go completely into desperation. Amen. Go completely. So we can miss our time now, our moment with God again and again. Just like Brother Tom said, if you've never been baptized, now is your time. 
Don't put things on tomorrow, what you can do now, today. But blessed are we because we are the generation. So if you can open our Bibles, the night's been short, so be patient with me. I'll try to, as God was pouring out. Okay, thank you. So far, is it good? Yeah, so the night was short, but just gathering what God is pouring out. So we just want to be a blessing this morning. 1 Timothy 3, verse 16. I've got three portions of the scriptures. I forgot to thank each and every one of you. I mentioned everybody, but I know a lot of work has been on, gone into the kitchen, the sound, uh, every. Maybe I didn't greet each and every one, but from the depths of my heart, thank you very much for all your labors of love. And may God reward you a hundredfold. Amen. 1 Timothy 3.16. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. Albert Renham says godliness means to be like God. So great is that mystery. Amen. Genesis 15 verse 1. Amen when you're there. Good. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abraham, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. The word exceeding means much, might, force, abundance, to a great degree, extreme, extraordinary. That's what he is. That's who we want to talk about this morning. One final scripture, Ephesians 1. Verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as He had chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world. Now we should be holy and without blame before Him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will, to the praise of the glory of His grace, wherein He had made us accepted in the Beloved, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace, wherein He had abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of His will, according to His good pleasure, which He had purposed in Himself. May God add a blessing to the reading of His Word. Let's bow our heads for the word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, it's such a great honor 
and a privilege to be standing here in this age, in this time. Father, seeing everything what is going around us, the signs of the end is, are there. And Father, we know, Lord, just like the prophet says, the remaining thing is the rapture of the bride. So, Father, Lord, we look unto Thee, Lord God, that You may break the bread of life this morning once again. May You speak to our hearts, Father God, and may we receive, Lord, Lord, a deeper revelation, Father, of who we are, of who You are, Lord God. And, Lord, may the mystery be revealed unto each and every one of us, Lord. What is Thy will, Lord God? And, Lord, we surrender to You. May You take care of my vocal cords, Father. Lord God, may you anoint them. So, Lord, as we speak the word, Father, may also the hearers receive the word with power and manifestation, Lord, of the resurrected Jesus Christ. We surrender to you and put everything into your hands. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated. God bless you. So, for a title this morning, I'd like to take, I am... Thy exceeding great reward. I am thy. How many are, are, are identified with thy great reward? Now we know the Lord is talking to Abraham. And just to go rapidly through the story. And uh, I know I don't want to keep you too long. Uh, but we sure want to go home and. And fired up once more, another charge. And, and we don't want to go out and, and, and be weary and, and, and be afraid. No, no. We are a mighty army going out. Amen. To keep on fighting the battle. But yes, having the victory. Amen. So we know uh, in, in Genesis 15, and we see that how Lot, his nephew, he had been given the choice on the what way, where, where to go, what country to choose. And Lot, regardless of the character of the people among whom he was going to dwell, he chose the well-watered plains of Jericho and Jordan, in which were the sinful cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. He thought only that those temporal advantages, you know, that's the only thing he was worried about. The land looks good. Little did he know that it was Sodom and Gomorrah. So when Satan comes to you with a bright plan, hey, a bright plan, he won't come with you with a horrible plan. But don't take the easy way. Go through the Word. Check it by the filter of the Word. Go in prayer. Lay before the Lord. Lord, is this Thy will? Is this Thy will for my life? No matter whether if it's for a job, whether it's for to get married, or I don't know what your needs may be. But Satan is very subtle. So Lot, he chose just, took the easy way. Now the Lord appears and says to Abraham, he says, Thy nephew Lot trusted in what he could see. He followed the leading of his own judgment and chose what which, that which seemed to him for his own immediate advantage. But now he lost it all. That's what Satan would like to have with you. 
that you take his way so you lose it all but let me remind you the Lord told us I am thy great exceeding reward amen, amen. I'll come to a point at the end or we'll see how the Lord leads amen we are and I cannot emphasize enough on we are a privileged people the prophet says we are we are the most we should be the, the most happiest people on the earth so we should act like that and the Lord says fear not Abram I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward the Lord is my portion think of it think of it then again just before Genesis 15, we go in Genesis 14 and we see that Melchizedek blessed him after the battle. And here comes the king of Sodom and he wants to make a proposal to Abraham. You know, we'll, I'll give you this, I'll give you that. You know the story, if you don't, you read it after. But Abraham, he refused all these gifts from the king of Sodom. He didn't want it. Because he didn't want after several days that the king of Sodom should say it was not Abraham's God that enriched him. <laughs> it is no use for him to talk about living by faith. You see? He proposes something. So then, thank God, Abraham, he was wise enough. Because the Lord, hey, I am thy shield, I am thy reward. Amen. Because Satan wants to get the glory out of the church. See, that's what he was already doing at that time. And he's been doing it all through the ages. But Satan, let me remind you, your time is over. Amen. There's a bride on the earth today that will give glory to God and God alone. Amen. That will live for Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Because yes, he would have said, well, these are my gifts. So Abraham says, no. So that you will never be able to say, whatever I have is the gift of God to me. And I will be independent of men. I will be dependent only upon the living God. My. I will be depending only on you, Lord. Because thou art my portion my satisfying portion now what is this reward what are the excellences of his exceed this exceeding great reward it is the I am the I am not the I was not the I will be I just like brother Branham I quoted last night if you put things in the future that's Catholicism so stop putting things in the future even young or old, never been baptized, the water is there. I am thy exceeding great reward. It is not the land of Canaan. It's not a, a posterity. It is God himself. Oh, brother David, you're just talking about Abraham, but we are Abraham's seed, no? I'll bring it to you later. And a mighty rushing wind came into the tent. When Canaan was divided, there was a lot for Judah, for Simeon, and for Reuben, and so. 
But for the Levites, the Lord was their portion. My. So what are the excellences? Just trying to put a, a platform here. A foundation, sorry. What are the excellences of the great reward? Which is promises. It is an infinite reward. It is unlimited. There is no end to it. Preach with me now. Because that's our reward. <laughs> the I am. God says, I am thy reward. Who can measure it? Who can phantom it? Oh my, the depths of the ocean. Amen. If the oceans of all the world were inked, oh, there wouldn't be enough to write how good my God is, how wonderful he is, how mighty he is. God can give health, wealth, riches, pleasure, fame to others. Yeah, he can allow certain things. But to the bride, he gives himself. So if you seek, I don't want the riches of the earth. I don't want the gold. I don't want the, the mansions. Give me Jesus. Because without him, I'm lost. So in giving you himself, he has given you, he has given us all that he is. Amen. That is an infinite portion. Well, my little mind cannot grasp what infinite is. That's even what the prophet says. But that's no reason why we shouldn't thank him. That's no reason why we shouldn't say thank you, Lord, because the great I am came down in our generation. Amen. To reveal himself to his bride. He is our satisfying portion. Amen. When the reward, amen, it's God himself. Amen. And there's nobody who can ever earn it by whatever you can do. It's by grace that we are saved. So may God be glorified forever and ever. And he alone. Redemram says in... He swore by himself. Let's go back and see what the oath is. He says, back in the book of Genesis, I was reading here the other day, 15th chapter, we just read it. And here we go. He says, listen, at the oath that God swore to, if you want to read something to make you feel real good, are you hearing me? If you want to read something to make you feel real good, you should have read Genesis. That's what he says, 15. So how are you feeling this morning? Good, I'm starting to see smiles. We have the victory. Hey, what better, what a better gift can be given to us than the I am himself. <laughs> After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in vision. He's saying, fear not, Abraham. I am thy shield, exceeding great reward. I am thy shield. So if God is your shield, how is the devil going to hit you? You see, I am your shield and your exceeding great reward. Who is it? The I am, the Lord, your great exceeding reward.
when you receive the revelation that he is the I am still today and that he is our great exceeding reward then why fear but the, if you go away from behind the word which is God then he cannot be your shield you're on a dangerous zone there now listen the word of God why did he give the word says brother Branham the word is eternal hey you can water the word with praise huh and if God made a promise that is eternal and there's nothing nowhere that can stop it Jesus said both heavens and earth will pass away but my word shall never fail you see that's the best weapon there is and that's the best weapon there will always be because the word of God is God himself so God gave the believer himself whoa he says it's God himself in other words he's the father and the word is God then the word is our father we're born by the word and he's standing in the forefront for his children Woo. come on saints you're going back home I don't know where you come from but as long amen as you're born into Christ amen and he is the I am your great exceeding reward you go he's still on the forefront so fear not little flock Satan wants to pour out fear anxiety and then depression and things like that but Lord the first word Jesus spoke was fear not He's standing in the forefront of his children. What are we scared about then? The rapture is sure. Every blessing that's been promised is ours. All belongs to us. You're not hearing me. All belongs to us. Now, if we kind of slack up and say, and Satan says, come around over on this side, I reason that out of you. Uh-oh, you got behind your father then. Don't you do that. You stay right where father stands, right where it says, you say, it's thus said the father. Yeah. And I, it's going to defeat Satan anytime, anywhere. And all the time. <laughs> now he was God. The Logos. The word that went out of God. And when the spirit of God, the Logos, the word which is God said, let there be. And there went the Logos, which is the word of God. And the word began, he says, brother Abraham, cause all this was in the Logos. All this was in the Logos. That's why it's the most powerful weapon, the Word of God. It doesn't need to be added to or taken away from. It's perfect to begin with because God is perfect. That's, that's basic gospel, but powerful gospel. Amen. All, because all this was in the Logos, the whole Word of God, the whole Bible for every age. Now, the Logos made flesh and dwelt among us. Now, the same Logos 
has a part, has got a bride. Hey, I'm bringing back to your front door now. Because he said in his word, there will be a bride without spot or wrinkle. She was taken from him. She's a part of him. So the Logos has a part as a pride. And the same Logos, this word that cannot be tampered with. Are you hearing me? It's brooding over the churches today. Trying to bring back the word to its full manifestation. That's what is going on now. Do you know that God doesn't have weak parts? So if you believe you're part of God, how many believe that? You don't do it for Brother David, huh? We're showing God. And also, we want to let Satan know whose side we're on. So if you are born again of the Spirit of God, now God don't have little weak parts and big strong parts. He's altogether God and He's strong. He's mighty. So when you're weak, let the weak say, I am strong. Because we don't go by our might, by our strength, by our knowledge, by our intellect. We go by faith. Amen. We believe in thus say the Lord. Psalm 68 says, Thy God hath commanded thy strength. Strengthen, O God, that which thou hast wrought for us. With God, there is a law. God is a God of abundance. We've quoted it several times. An inexhaustible fountain. Inexhaustible. So you can go. Everything God created, we can take water. There's water in abundance. You following me? Air. There's air in abundance. Amen. We can look to the mountains. We can look. That's what God, but now man came. Satan was cast down and it became Satan's Eden. So everything got polluted and now we see the effects and so on. But don't worry. Now Christ, he is the inaccessible fountain of love. And we are planted in him by the Holy Spirit. And then you just drink of him. Every person, that's a Christian. The devil don't care how much you come to Christ as long as you don't drink. Now listen to that. We can come to church, sing in the choir, do all these things. But as long as you don't drink of the fountain, that's what the prophet says. You can stand at the table and your mouth be watering and say, well, I'm here, I'm here. And you're afraid to turn your fate loose. So yes, God loves to see a sister, a brother. Take God at his word. Why do you emphasize on that, Brother David? You know, because it's that simple. If you take God at his word, God is obliged. Obliged to manifest his word. The inexhaustible fountain of life is Jesus Christ. And who is he? The word, the same, the word, the life, the fountain, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the true believer, it's his supreme joy. My. Oh, mom asked me to read my Bible. Dad told me I should listen to that tape. For the believer, it's a supreme joy. 
His supreme life and His supreme satisfaction is in Christ. Not in a ball game. I don't know if sisters go to ball games. What, what do sisters do? Help me out. I wouldn't. They go shopping. Sorry, sisters. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you said, Brother Michael, but. Don't find your extremes. <laughs> Joy in shopping <laughs> or whatever you may do. And you brothers the same. I'm not talking about shopping. Whatever it may be. Find this extreme joy in the I am. In the word of God. The revealed word for this hour. Amen, amen. The more you draw from him, the fresher and the better it gets. My. That's why we keep on prayer, preaching. Amen. You can never have enough of God. We come to church, but it's a joy to come back to church. Brother Branham says we should even be there before the doors open. Because we know our soul is going to be fed. And we're going to drink and drink. And it will become fresher and fresher. The Bible tells us we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. 1 Corinthians 3, 16. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy. Which temple ye are? 1 Corinthians 6. What? Know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own? For we are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Hebrews 3, verse 1. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and the high priest of our profession, who? Christ Jesus. Verse 6, he said, but Christ has a son over his own house. Whose house are we if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end? Psalm 118 says, The stone which the builders refused has become the headstone of the corner. Matthew 21 says, A stone which the builders rejected, the same has become the head of the corner. This is the Lord's doing, and it's marvelous in my eyes. So it's not doing by man. This is the Lord's doing. And it is marvelous. This, who is this sure foundation? Who is this rejected stone? Jesus Christ. He must be the foundation and he must be the head. If you want a solid house, you better have a good foundation and you better have a good head. We find Jesus. He's standing in the midst of the candlesticks. I'm going through a lot of scriptures, but you are Bible believers. He stands in the middle of the candlesticks. Revelation 1 he says, I am the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. Say the Lord, which is, which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. 
And then verse 13, in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man. I'm just paraphrasing. Verse 20, the mystery of the seven stars which thou sawest in my right hand, and the seven golden candlesticks, the seven stars are the angel of the seven churches, and the seven candlesticks which thou sawest are the seven churches. We all know that. If you don't, now you do. These things said he that holdeth the seven stars, says Brother Branham, in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. This is he of whom it is said, the same Jesus is both Lord and Christ. There he is, the one and only Lord God Almighty. And besides him, there is no other. There he is, the Savior. Salvation is of the Lord. Jonah 2 verse 9. Walking in the midst of the churches throughout the seven church ages. What he was in the first age, he is in all the ages. To every believer, he is Jesus Christ. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Now we see the seven seal book. I'm, I'm, I'm just building up now, huh? Now we see the seven seal book. Now is the mystery of redemption. It's a book of redemption from God. Now all the mysteries at this time should be finished. When? At the sounding of this messenger. Now here is the angel on earth. Another angel, mighty messenger came down. See this angel. Amen. Was an earthly angel messenger. But here comes one down from heaven. A rainbow covenant. See? Only Christ it could be. Just exactly like he was in Revelation, the first chapter, standing in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks with the rainbow to look upon as Jasper and Sardius stone. Christ indeed, listen now, is the life of the church. So how can a church be dead? How can the church be dead if Christ is in the church? How can you be a dead worshiper, a dead believer, a dead so-called Christian, if Christ is in you? If the resurrection power is moving in you, amen, you cannot be a dead Christian, you cannot be a dead worshiper, you cannot be even a halfway. With him in her midst, with him motivating her, she becomes the wonderment of it all. His body, the fullness of him that filled all in all. And this very hour, he is walking in the midst of the last age, golden candlestick. Now saints, we quote it. I am thy exceeding great reward. The strength of a body. I'm going to go in some details here. So, Brother Michael, I'm sorry if I don't use all the words correctly. But just be patient. The strength of a body is its spine. That's what keeps us standing. Is that so far so good? Good, thank you. So the backbone... The doctrine must be Christ. A church without a doctrine is a jellyfish church. 
Now I'm not calling other doctrines. You know, there's so many doctrines all over the world. But there's one doctrine I represent here, and I preach, and I believe with all of my heart. And Brother Ram says, I have one doctrine. That's Jesus Christ. Amen. All the other ones, flush them somewhere or throw them in the, in the bin. Because there's only one doctrine that will rapture you. And Christ, the doctrine of Christ is strong and solid. So don't you hybrid the poor, pure word of God. Don't try to compromise with the word of God. Don't let the bars down of the word of God. Because we live in the age of Laodicea. Amen. Where this world is completely insane. Don't follow like Lot did. The easy living. The easy way. The easy choices. Stand firm on the Word of God. Now the spine, the backbone, is composed of 33 bones called vertebrae. Divided into five sections. The cervical, thoracic, lumbar, spine section, and the sacrum and the coccyx bones. Don't worry, I don't know all this. I, I researched it. Jesus Christ lived 33 years, and He is our foundation. He is our backbone. He is the strength of His church. He is the life of His church. He is the life of His body. Now, Brother Ram says, you don't want cowards. God, He wants men and women who have a backbone instead of a wishbone. When God says anything, we believe it. That's all. That settles it. If God said so, that makes it the truth. Yeah. Come on. If God says something, that is the truth. Yeah. If we would stand and claim our God-given privileges, that's the time that God can ever take the wishbone out of a person back and put a real old-fashioned gospel backbone into him. Somebody who stands for the truth. No matter how dark it may be. Now we quote it. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And God must sit on the throne of your heart. Now we bring it to John. The book of Revelation describes it this way. Revelation 4 verse 1. Just paraphrasing. Come up hither and I will show these things which must be hereafter. Verse 2, and a throne was set in heaven. One sat on the throne. Then verse 4, and I saw four and twenty elders sitting. Verse 6, and round about the throne were four beasts. Amen. You know the lion, the calf, the man, the flying eel. All those are sermons by itself. My, my time is limited. <laughs> and my strength is. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that the human body... The way God created the body is just like the Bible. If you haven't, well, here it comes. We have a heart that is composed of two parts, a right and a left part. It's called left atrium and right atrium. I don't want to go into the details. I have them here so you can see me after if you, if you desire. But there's a right part that evacuates our blood. And you have... Here, the bridegroom and the bride. Christ, through the sacrifice at the cross, he evacuates our waste. 
are drugs of sins. So that the other part of the heart can breathe normally. And around the heart, you have lungs. This is not a biology class. It's just showing you how perfect God is. We have two lungs, left and right. The left lung is slightly smaller and has a notch to give room for the heart. Each lung is divided into lobes. And I believe there are two lobes. That makes, that makes it four which are the four beasts around the throne. Next, we have the ribs. Are you, in, are you preaching a new doctrine, Brother David? No. God's word is just perfect. We have the ribs. We have 12 ribs on each side, making it 24. 24 elders. That's what we see in Revelation 5.11, Revelation 7.11. And many angels around about the throne. The many angels are the cells, the molecules, the rest of the body. So we see that man in his anatomy is a Bible that walks. Amen. Now let me, let, I'll bring it back now to the word. So this is just pure truth, biology wise, but what God does. But now the word says, ye are the vine, I am the branch. Now the vine doesn't bear fruit, the Branches bear fruit, not the vine, the branch. The vine only puts the energy into it. The gospel can be preached by Christ if you'll open up yourself and be a branch that'll bear forth fruit. Others can see Christ in you by your testimony, by your life, the way you live, and He is the energy, but you are the show picture. You are the walking bride on the earth. You are a living, written epistle, read of all men. Listen how the prophet said. You should be the walking word of God. My. Hey, young people. If the, if the Lord tells us you should be the walking word of God. So, like Brother Bram says, if you even have a question. Well, does this dress, is, is it good enough? Is it, as soon as you have the question... You should know that you should put on something else. Amen. Sorry, Brother Tom, but it's the truth. Amen. And that's the same for the brothers. We see all these sissies working, sorry, in the world. Am I a woman? Am I a man? These demonic spirits going around. Amen. All these fashions. Amen. From Sodom and Gomorrah. Amen. That want to fashion our young people. That want to fashion our brothers. Fashion our sisters. As prostitutes. As worldly women. Men, but like worldly women. We should be walking Bibles. Whether they laugh. Whether they scorn. No matter what they say. Brother Branham says it this way. If they mock you. If they laugh. You know. They use you all kinds of names. Don't you worry. That's what they do to Jesus Christ. Well, yes, yeah, sometimes we have to swallow our pride. But let it be so. I want to walk for Jesus. You should be a walking word of God. Now, coming back to what John saw on the Isle of Patmos. Christ standing in the, seven, in the midst of the seven golden, golden candlesticks. Daniel... 
He came to the Ancient of Days, the Ancient of Days, whose hair was white as wool, which means he was a judge. Like all the judges wear a wig of white wool, judges. You notice, he was girded about in revelations around the paps. Not a priest down here around the waist, over the paps like this is a judge. A judge robe. You judge, that's the reason John didn't see him on the Sabbath day or on any Sunday. He's seen him in the Lord's day. The coming of the Lord when he was the judge. No, 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 another day. Are you following me? So now in Revelation 4, I know I'm maybe going fast, but you study the word after. Just want to make some points here. After these things, Revelation 4.1, after men that after the church ages has seed, seized, sorry. Then John was summoned to come up hither. Come up hither, which means come up here. And he showed John all that was going to happen into the world in the church ages. Then after the church ages were over, we found then that John was a type of every true believer that will be summoned by Christ on high. John is a type of the bride. Only the bride will be raptured. Summoned, come up hither. And we found out that the voice that spoke to him was the voice of a trumpet. Clear, distinctly. And it was the same voice that spoke to him here on earth. See, as long as he was in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks, he was speaking. Oh, I like that, says a prophet. Speaking from the candlesticks. See, he was in the candlesticks, speaking from them to his church. Then when the church had ages has ceased, he left the earth and moved up into the heavens, and he called his redeemed up with him. Oh, isn't that beautiful? I say certainly it is, Lord, because that's what we are living for. We are living for the rapture. And the bride is a part of the groom. Now, to be his bride, you must be a part of him. Not a part of a creed, not a part of a dogma, not a part of a church, not just a lukewarm church member or any kind of church member. Not a part of a denomination, but a part of him. Now, notice the great moving power of God. God comes into his son of God and it quickens him. The spirit of life enters into him. And then when he does it do, it seats him in heavenly places right now. So that quickening power brings us right now in heavenly places. No, will be. We are now. No, oh, now we've already resurrected. The dynamics and the mechanics is gone to work. That's what these meetings are about. The dynamics on the mechanics, yes, they are at work. And now we are seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. Sitting there, oh, in the great seat of, that's already fired up, he says. (laughs) Being raised from the dead, we're part from it. Amen. You're a part of the bride. You are, because the bride is part of the groom, you know. So we find out that it's the same thing. And she'll do just exactly what's predicted for her to do in this day. Now let me ask you a question. What has been prophesied over the bride? 
let you a few seconds to think it over. When the bride knows her position, when she knows that those two spirits, it's been quoted, work in the framework of the church, but when she knows who she is, what she stands for, amen, she will be an invincible army. So it's been prophesied. When the bride knows her position, Brother Branham says, then the rapture will take place. Amen. So Lord, oh, give us a greater revelation. Not an understanding intellectual knowledge, but a deep revelation. And she'll do exactly what's been spoken about, about her in this day. She won't be allowed to say, by no means lukewarm. My, I love that. Take that, Satan. By no means lukewarm. No matter what excuse you may have. Oh, my character. Oh, my origin. My family. My this, my that. No, no, no. When the Spirit of God starts to move, when it becomes a reality, amen, it's life, resurrection power. You cannot be a lukewarm worshiper, a lukewarm member of the bride. She'll be on fire for God, and she'll be moving in the Spirit of God. You're sitting here in this church today, does anybody know why? I'll tell you. Your duty is to express God to this nation. Now am I, I don't want to hurt feelings, but Americans are very, and we love our believers in America, make that clear, but Americans have a patriotic I mean every country has more or less and I have nothing against that but yes I'm proud to be an American and we sing it and with all our strength and 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 even the national anthem we stand up and we are identified with it that's good but now we are sitting here today because your duty is to express God to this nation and to this people so we're not talking, I'm proud to be an American, I'm proud to be a Canadian, I'm proud to be a Swiss, I'm proud to be a Belgium, or I'm proud to be this, that. I'm proud to be a Christian, to be a Bible believer Christian, born again Christian, to be a part of the bride. That's showing my colors. So don't you be ashamed of this word. Because, you know, America or Canada or France or whoever, you know, we can sing it and our, the national team goes and they win and, oh, yes, we won and so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, so what? So what? What does America do for you? What does Canada do for you? What does any, any no matter what country you come from, what does it do for you? But now what about my Lord that tells me for you, the bride that lives in this final age, I am thy great exceeding reward. Oh, I'm proud to walk boldly in this world. Amen. And to be identified with that group of people. 
that have a DNA of what? Of Satan killers, demon destroyers. So it's our duty. It's not maybe, would you like to? Are you hearing me? I haven't even preached an hour, so come on. You slept more than I did, so. It's your duty to express God to this nation and to this people and to this neighborhood. And where you associate, wherever you are, God knew that you would be here. Because you have to be one of his genes or his attributes. Now, if we are those attributes of God, we cannot live by creeds. We cannot live by denominationalism. We must live by the word because the bride is a part of the bridegroom. Like any wife is a part of her husband. Therefore, we must be the word bride. And what is the word bride? The manifestation of this hour. The bride, not a creed or denomination, but a living oracle. A living oracle. Not a dead church. Not a dead oracle. A living oracle. Christ living in his bride. Amen. A living attribute of God displaying to the world the attributes of God in the formation of the bride. That's to be expressed in this hour that we are living in. Now we are a blessed people, church. Amen. Do you know why? Because through the ages, we've seen that the word has been diminished. You know, through the ages, Satan attacked the word. And, but here we come to the final age. Yeah. Revelation 10, 7. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery... Great is the mystery of godliness, to be like God. Woo. But we read also, the mystery now is revealed. Amen. Let's continue. The mystery of God shall be finished as he had declared to his servants the prophet. Now in Revelation 10, 8, And the voice which I heard from heaven spake unto me again and said, Go and take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel which stand upon the sea and upon the earth. So we see now that God himself came down in our generation to open the book, to loose the seals thereof. Was it Brother Branham? No. He was but a mouthpiece. But Christ himself descended, took the book, opened the seals thereof, so he could give to his bride. So all the, 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 the parts that were left, amen, all the mysteries that were deluded or diminished, no matter what term you want to use, through the ages, somebody had to come because the Lord said, I will restore. And he sent us a seven messenger, amen, that God used to speak himself through his bride. And now to give what? To his bride an open book to say, I am, because he's the word, I am thy great exceeding reward. Now, saints, it's up to us to go to the mighty angel, to go take the open book, to eat the book, to become the book. Is it complicated? No. It's so powerful. 
the word says, enter, enter into the secret closet. And when you've done so, close the door. Then pray to your father. I'm coming here to a point now, huh? When you've done so, close the door. Pray to your father, which he is in secret. And he that had in secret shall reward thee openly. And he said, you remember that name that you were hunting that time that you dreamed about? And I said, yes. And the angel told Brother Branham, I'll meet you in there. Now, what am I talking about? Brother Branham had a vision. How many know the 10 vision? I've heard about the 10 vision. 10 vision is the last part of Brother Branham's vision in 55, talking about the three poles. And Brother Branham connects all of this to the king's sword. Do you all know that? The third pole, Revelation 10. Amen, the seventh seal. Let's continue. Just making a point because people make so many doctrines out of all these things. We're expecting somebody to come on the scene because Brother Branham says, I may be building a platform for somebody to step on. Oh yeah, for who? Jesus Christ. For himself to come. Oh, I'll ride this trail once more. Yes, how will he do it? We're not expecting Brother Branham to come back. No, no, no. God is here. And now through his bride, many-membered bride. How people can get entangled with such a nonsense. Brother Branham, he called it a tent, sometimes a tabernacle. It was huge. Then just he, he said in the seventh seal, and then just he picked me up, he took me up, and sent me up way on high to where a meeting was going on. A tent meeting was going on. Now, I'm not preaching doctrine here now that to say that this is the tent. Because you know, people take the vision of the tent and are expecting Brother Branham to come back. So they build huge tents. Amen. Because they want Brother Branham to come back. That's not what he's talking about. So when I say we are under a tent, it's just to bring it here to us, our front door. We'll get to a point here. Amen. So he looked, he picked me up, set me way on high to where the meeting was going on. Looked like a tent or a cathedral or some sort. And there was a little box, a little place over in the side. And I seen that light that was talking to somebody above me. The light that you see there on the picture. Ma. Brother Branham, uh, sorry, Brother Andrew quoted it. We've spoken about the pillar of fire being present. He is still here. And it whirled away from me like that and went over the tent and see. It said, I'll meet you there. And said, this will be the third pole. And you won't tell it to nobody. This is the third pole. I know I'm speaking to young people. But again, you are Bible taught. You read the, 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 the message of Brother Branham. You are taught by the ministry. You have a mighty ministry here that preaches this word. Amen. So you can have a revelation of what Brother Branham is, is bringing to us. This will be the third pool. Now listen. Give me a few more minutes. Okay. Trying to just come to a point where to end. But 
It's the final service of camp, so. Look at in Exodus 24. Moses went up into the mount and a cloud covered the mount. And the glory of the Lord abode, abode upon Mount Sinai. And the cloud covered the six days. And the seventh day he called unto Moses out of the midst of the cloud. And the sight of the glory of the Lord was like devouring fire on the top of the mount in the eyes of the children of Israel. And Moses went into the midst of the cloud. Ooh, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? And got him up into the mount. And Moses was in the mount 40 days and 40 nights. Exodus 25. And let them make me a sanctuary. That I may dwell among them. According to all that I show thee. After the pattern of the tabernacle. And the pattern of all the instruments thereof. Even so shall ye make it. And thou shalt put mercy seat above upon the ark. And in the ark thou shalt put the testimony that I shall give you. And then I will meet with you there. I will commune with thee from above the mercy seat. From between the two cherubims. Which are upon the ark of the testimony. And of all things which I will give thee in commandment unto the children of Israel. Now Moses was caught up in a cloud and he received the instructions to build the tabernacle. Brother Branham was caught up in a cloud and came to preach the seven seals. And Brother Branham says, I'm not here to build little weaklings. I'm not here just with the opening of the word, which is the third pole, the open book. I'm not here just to preach this word because that's the word of the I am. Amen. Our great exceeding reward. I'm here to make of you a powerhouse. That's the I am. Our exceeding great reward. My, are you, do you see the connections now? The seventh day. I'll just continue. There are many things to say. He saw a great tent just going rapidly now. And it was packed and lined everywhere were people. And I walked out. It looked like it was standing above the people looking down where I just made the altar call. So he says there was a prayer line. And there was a little end at this cathedral or tent, there was a little area where God told him, I'll meet you in there. Brother Branham connects that. That is the third pole, the opening of the word. Now the vision continues to say the people were lining up and when they went into the tent, what happened? What happened? They came out of the tent leaping for joy. Sisters with crutches, no matter what situation, they came out of the tent leaping for joy. Come on now. Because when you go in that secret chamber, what is it when God reveals himself to you personally? We don't need Brother Branham to come back. Come on, church. All these demons of Catholicism that try to put the word of God in the future. And people are waiting and waiting and waiting. And they are dead churches. How dare you, Brother David? I don't. It's not me daring. It's the word of God. God is asking of each and every one of us now to come individually. You come to me where I will meet you. 
But you see, Satan wants to make things complicated where people scratch their head and, Brother Tom, I just can't see it, you know? Seven unknown thunders, uh, seven thunders, so now they have 14 thunders, and, and then there's on the side, and oh. Let's make it very simple. The symbols became a reality. What was written in symbol form is being manifested, has been revealed. <laughs> Believe me, I know what I'm talking about. Amen, amen, amen. So don't make it complicated. Amen. You know, this message has been given by God himself. The Lord God told us, I am thy great exceeding reward. Amen. What is the third pole? Amen. It's the opening of the word. Amen. So now go to the angel. Go to that little place there where you meet God and he reveals himself to you. He saw that lie. He says, I've seen that lie. Leave me and go to that building. Go to that building. And the voice said, I'll meet you in there. So God wants to meet with us. Everybody can read his Bible. And read Revelation. First seal, second seal, third seal, fourth seal, fifth seal, sixth seal. So they might have some kind of understanding. Some people are still probing at it. But thank God for a messenger in our age. Amen. That took all parts that were left and to reveal all the mysteries thereof. So the bride could receive the full portion. Amen. The I am. Amen. But now, one, two, three, five, four, five, six. And when it came to the seven, there was silence. Now you can scratch your head. Many scratch their head. There's silence. What's going on? You know why? Brother Dick, uh, the angel told Brother Branham, it won't be a public show. Amen. Because if Satan could get a hold of it, he would do a lot of damage. But stupid devil, you're not even in the picture. You know why? Because it's a personal revelation where you go into that room there and you receive from God. I'll meet you there. It's silence before the bride. It's jubilee for the bride. He's revealing her the secrets. What? Who I am. And I am thy great exceeding reward. Oh, my, my, my. It, won't, it makes me want to shout. Hallelujah! But Ryan, remind me, we wanna, I want to sing that song. And we, we've heard how we should shout hallelujah. Because there's so much to shout about. It won't be a public show. People expect, oh, it'll be, oh, it'll be so, hum so humble. Will the bride have a ministry? Oh, yes, she will. That's what is going on right now, says the prophet. Amen. That's what it, these meetings are about. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. It's the opening of the word. All the mysteries being revealed. Remember the third pole is the opening of them seven seals to reveal the hidden truths that's been sealed in the word. 
My, we are a privileged people. I'll tell you again, we are a privileged people. Amen. We received an open book. But now it's to each and every one to go to the angel. Take the book. Why? You can read it in the Bible so that the Bible, so that the book and me can become one. There's an invisible union of the bride going on. Satan is scratching his head. What is going on? There's some young people at Mount Baker camp. Amen. And they went into the presence of the Lord mighty. And they received a portion. They are uniting. The bride and the groom are uniting. Amen. Amen. What's going on? It's rapture time. Hallelujah. John 14, 20. At that day, you shall know that I am the Father, and ye in me, and I in you. Amen, amen, amen. Now notice God making himself known. The Christ in you, as God was in Christ. God was in Christ, Christ in you. What God did in Christ, Christ does in you. What signs did God in Christ? Christ does in you. You came on the platform testifying what God has done. There is another book, another book of Acts being written. But let's keep on writing verses and verses and verses and verses, testimonies after testimonies. Like I said in the beginning, never forget, be that one leopard coming back to give thanksgiving. Because while you give a testimony, saints, when you give a testimony about how God delivered you, how God healed you, how God saved you, somebody is hearing. Somebody needs to hear it. And it will enlighten his faith. And he will stand up. I know in who I believe. If he did it for my brother, he can do it for me. If he did it for my sister, he can do it for me. Jesus said, at that day, that's this day. Now, all those who believe what I'm preaching, let's say it all together. And Jesus said, at that day, that's this day. Why don't you say it with me? That's this day. You're not just saying it for to say something. It's so you can open your eyes. That's for all the critics, for all the skepticism, for all us, all unbelieving spirits. That's this day. That's what is going on now, right now. At that day, when this revelation is made known, you will know that I am in the Father, the Father in me, I in you, and you in me. When the revelation is made manifest, at that day you shall know that I and the Father are one. I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. When the revelation comes forth, then it is I in you, and you in me. There you are. I'm looking to you. There you are. Here we are, the bridegroom being the word, the bride being the hearer of the word. They come together in a union. The word becomes you, and you become the word. As you go to the angel to take the open book, 
Now, therefore, you can debate. And I've lost my patience, sorry, to debate on nonsense things. If only six seals are open, now what was the purpose of Malachi 4? Why would God send a messenger, vindicate a messenger, to give to his bride a closed book? Is that simple enough? For me, it is. I love simple gospel. But God sent out Malachi 4 so he could be a mouthpiece. He had to be caught up in the cloud. And Brother Branham himself says, so for all those who want to make Brother Branham a god, well, stupid devil. Because Brother Branham himself says, if the angel wouldn't have come, I would have preached something compliment totally wrong. But God gave us an open book. Reveal all the mysteries. We don't need another apostle to come on the scene and to reveal the seven thunders. We don't need somebody who is supposed to be the oh, Elohim. My! You know, I believe in a God that does all things well. So if God sends a messenger, which he did, he did all things well. And he didn't partially reveal, 99% reveal. He fully revealed himself. What is the third pole? The opening of the word. What is the revelation of the seals? Revealing Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Now each and every one of us, we have to go have our third pole. We have to go in the secret place. Lord God, I want to meet with you where you personally reveal yourself to me. Therefore, God is not coming from a group of people. Only from France. If that would be the case, you would move all to France, no? Well, wonderful, Brother Tom. They even asked the question, Brother Brown, do we need to move to Jeffersonville? Hey, I'm sorry, I'm just leading where the Lord leads me. Do I have to move to Jeffersonville? Will God send me another prophet? Oh, there's a fivefold ministry, all right. But there cannot be a major prophet because everything has been revealed. So do I need to move to Jeffersonville? Do I need to move to Bible Way? No, I would love to. Do I need to move to France? No. No, wherever you are, God made sure that the message would go all over the world. That his seed, predestinated seed, would hear the cry. Would hear and the seed, as soon as it heard the word, Something happens above and beyond what you can understand. Amen. And you say, well, Brother David, I don't understand. Well, neither do I. But there's one thing I know. God does all things well. Amen. I know that God, amen, reveal all the mysteries so that the bride can have perfect faith. 
Only a perfect word can give you perfect faith. So if you're expecting somebody to come, something is wrong with the word. Hey, maybe I'm nailing some demons here, but let it be so. So many people are bound, chained. And you know what it is? By their traditions, they make the word of God with none effect. But the word's been preached here at camp. Oh, it's not a glory to Brother David, Brother Andrew. No, we're nothing. We're vessels. Amen. All the glory to God. Amen. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen. Another song, Brother Ryan. <laughs> to God be the glory for the things he has done. By his blood, he has saved me. By his resurrection power, he's transformed me. The word becomes you. And you become the word. A few more minutes. So we see, just paraphrasing now, but... When Brother Brenham talks about a tent, we see that Moses was caught up, received the instruction of the tabernacle, outer court, inner court, holiest of holiest. Brother Branham, he links all this together. They have three parts. Amen. The outer court, the inner court, the holiest of holiest. And Brother Branham, he alludes to the three poles. And I'll meet you in there. That's where he wants to meet us, saints. That's where he wants to meet us. Amen. So that he can reveal himself. And when God reveals himself personally to you, no demon in hell will be able to withstand you. It is not a maybe. It is I know so. You want it to make it more clear? Sorry, honey. When I chose my wife, and I asked her, maybe I gave you that example already. But it's good for the newcomers. When I told her, would you like to be my wife? When she said yes, it was settled. No matter who could come and say, oh, I want to be. I'm not saying that there were, please. <laughs> Trying to make a point here. <laughs> well, okay, I hear criticism. Let me bring it to the story of Brother Branham, the cowboy, the little girl who seemed little, but he says, I'll come back. I've seen that you are a virtuous woman. The other ladies there, they were, with, oh yeah, he's coming back for me. He's coming back for me. Oh, you poor little nobody. That's what Satan tells us. But little does he know. That this so-called little, some nobody, is a mighty army. The Word of God tells us, can these dry bones live? Well, hallelujah. Prophesy again. So now when you go eat the book, prophesy again. And what did it become? Dry bones became what? Oh, a mighty army. What do I see to it this morning? A mighty army. The bride of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! Not dead, but alive! Jesus Christ living in her! Hallelujah! 
When a man went, now I'm bringing, uh, winding it down. When a man went into the inner veil, second veil, he was hid from the world. The curtains dropped around him. And when we can lose ourselves in Jesus Christ, you are lost in Christ. So that's what the vision is about. Not for somebody to build a tent. That we all should go there. And Brother Branham should come back or somebody else should come back to release the dynamics. I'll end up with a certain quote. Lord, remind me. No, that's what God is doing when he saw the wire line. Oh, could have been an altar. Amen. Don't make stories where there don't need to be a story. But he saw this line, the bride going to that, oh, to that secret chamber where God personally reveals himself to each and every individual. And when that is the case, they came out leaping, rejoicing, shouting the victory. Amen. I tell you, when you know who you are. When you know, not here, but here, who you are, Satan is finished. That's where the Shekinah glory is, where the light is, the halo, the little ball of fire that come behind the altar and went down and settled on the mercy seat where the blood was. And there that light came into that room, he says. Oh, brother. I'm saying now, I'm adding, sorry, but I want to include you. Sister, go to the inner veil. God is the light in there. And the manna, the manna never gets old. Hallelujah. People are not satisfied with the message. They always want to add something or to bring what they say. Give more sense to the message. The manna in there, the manna coming from directly from God, is always fresh and good. We don't need another manna. We don't need another manna. We have an open book that's been given to his bride. My. Hallelujah, just get in with Christ one time and close the curtains down and live till he comes after you. <laughs> so when you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you know what Brother Ram says? You have all these virtues sealed in you. Even the rapture is in you. Brother Bram says the rapture will be an easy thing. Oh my, an easy thing? Hey, we've preached here last night how Peter walked on water. Well, I fly away to glory. Ah, some glad morning when this life is over, when the last seed comes in, we're going to fly away to glory. Come on. Am I the only one rejoicing here this morning? Yes, I know. Hallelujah. Amen. There shall be light in the evening time. That's what it is about. The light has truly come. Amen. Now it's the light of the, amen, of the sun. Amen. To bring the seeds to maturity. To bring the seeds to Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for the message of the hour. Amen. Oh, in this day, there shall be light in the evening time to welcome his children back home to the true promised land. 
The same signs of the pillar of fire that led the children of Israel through the wilderness. God's chosen place of worship. Jesus Christ. That's the only place there is. That's the only name God has for salvation. And that's what he has named the family in heaven. When it's on earth, it's Jesus Christ. Now, after the third pull, after the opening of the word. You know, some people say the third pull is speaking the word. If God wants us to all speak to the little fishy, man, there'll be a lot of fishies. Sorry to say it like that. That's not what God wants. Yes, we will speak the word, but it will be so humble. Amen. It won't be a public show that will attract the crowds. I have nothing against a big crowd. That's not, I'm not going against that. Please understand me. Amen. But it's an individual where you go and in this world face demons day after day. But where you personally speak the word and Satan has to flee. Hallelujah. After the opening of the word. You know how Brother Branham rephrased it? He says, I'm not going to call you church anymore. I'm going to call you Miss Lady Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Isn't he wonderful? That's why the word quickens. Why don't we stand? Ryan, you can come. The word quickened... The Greek word means that something that is made alive after death. He was quickened. Not only that. I will send the same life that quickened me. The power that brought me from the grave. I will send it upon you to quicken you. That where I am, there you will be also. When he conquered death, hell and the grave. He said, because I live. Ye shall live also. So fear not, little flock. I am thy great exceeding reward. You can play something, Brother Ryan. We'll join with you. My. I am the king's message, says the prophet. And it's here to prove his resurrection. Because he said, I am the resurrection and life. He says, hallelujah, I feel real good right now. It's the king's message. Let's recognize it, friends. For we are called to gather together for the sounding of the trumpet. For the trumpet of the Lord shall sound and time shall be no more. And we will be raptured. What are we living in, saints? We're living in a spiritual age. That's what the prophet says. A spiritual time to where God is going to have spiritual astronauts. Spiritual astronauts. In the age where it's most, uh, it's impossible according to the age, the darkest age. All demon power is against us. 
but Satan is out of the picture when you go to meet the Lord Jesus when he reveals himself personally to you stupid devil you're not even in the picture and they are so we are spiritual astronauts they are right here now hallelujah hallelujah that's what he says hallelujah that's what I say hallelujah amen I'll wind up with this one amen so many people miss what is going on right now I don't say that to critic but that's why we will keep on preaching the word saints because the last one hasn't come in yet because otherwise we would have been raptured you know what happens Rem says recognizing your day and its message why do they do that they want a great awakening they're crying believing that there will be awakening they are good people they're good people to build tents amen they need somebody they're good people so never think you're better because there's no amen if it's only by God's grace that he revealed himself to me they're good people why is it what have they done listen now they have not recognized the awakening of the bride see by being a Christian they feel the pull of the hour but they haven't recognized what's been done that's what making them feel that way they know something is supposed to happen but they're looking for it way of in the future to come when it's already happened right by you hallelujah it makes me want to shout hallelujah saints if this is the last time we meet before the rapture we don't know but if it is when God woke me up early this morning that was his message I am thy great exceeding reward may God bless you may God bless you I love you with the love of the Lord till we meet again at this great young people's meeting in the air God bless you sing it to the top to the top of your lungs it makes me want to shout hallelujah God, God has done all this for me and I want to give him all the glory sing it brother Ryan when I think about
are being dished out. And brother, brother, the scripture in, in Genesis there, and different ones took possessions from the battle. And you can imagine if you were lining up, if you were getting a reward and someone gets a certain thing and it has a certain value and it goes down the line and you're like, oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Then you go to the next guy and maybe get something a little bigger and they're like, oh, I just got better than you. And the guy's looking up there like, well, why did I get less than this one? But it went all the way down the line, I'm sure. But it came today to when you were lining up there and God says, don't worry about all of them. Don't worry about nobody else. I got a better reward than all the possessions of this world than all the things that this world can offer. But I'm giving you me. And everybody's going to look at you be like, why did they get such a reward? God can say, because they're mine. They're part of me. They're my seed, so they get me. Amen. That's why we can shout this morning. It makes me want to shout. something extra because I feel like I just need to go into the next level with that song. It just like ends on me. Is that? Am I the only guy that feels that way? Man, some songwriter and be inspired to add to that song a little bit. You know, yesterday, scripture was taken in Joshua 1. And I I want to just refresh your mind with that a little bit here as I turn to it here this morning because I'm not going to get it wrong. In Joshua 1, it was read in verse 9, Have not I commanded thee? It wasn't even a, uh, a recommendation. It was a command. <laughs> You've been commanded to be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, as we heard last night, to dare to believe right for the impossible only believe be not afraid neither be thou dismayed for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest was then not read to you last night yes all right and then it said then Joshua commanded the officers of the people pass through the host and command the people saying prepare you victuals for within three days ye shall pass over this Jordan and shall go in and possess the land which the Lord your God give you to possess it. I was just reading that scripture there yesterday and I said, oh, well that's sure interesting because this camp started at Thursday at about 10 o'clock a.m. and the first day went to Friday, 10 o'clock a.m. and the second day went to Saturday, 10 o'clock a.m. and on Sunday, on the third day, today, you go possess your land you're commanded don't be afraid be not dismayed whithersoever you go I'm with you possess it amen that's what they were told to do I said three days has passed <laughs> and guess where you're going into your land brother Branham said if I had the quote right here 
somewhere? I did. He said, the land is yours, every bit of it. Every bit of it. But he says, he, he goes, oh, you say, well, you bring me out, you clean me off, heal me, and then I'll believe you. He says, God doesn't do his business that way. He gives you a promise, and you got to fight every inch for it. You're going to fight every inch for it. But he didn't leave you without promise. Go before, I'll be with you, even in you to the end of the world. But he says, you go possess it. you got to do something. God said, the land is yours. He says, am I deafening you with this microphone? <laughs> am I? He says, go and possess it. It's yours. It's yours. He gave it to you. You claimed it. Possess it. Amen. Fight every inch of their way. Salvation's yours. The Holy Spirit's yours. He says, the real Holy Spirit is yours. That's your possession. That's your land. I wouldn't walk off these grounds without not having it. Amen. It was quoted many times this weekend. There will be brides, brides, churches, churches. Did both of you quote that quote? Yeah. And I thought, my evidence of the prophecy that there will be a bride. There must come one. That's not only God, the mechanics. And I just said, Lord, I'm, I'm watching the evidence of that being made manifest in this camp. Amen. It's not a future. He, wrote, he spoke that in a future tense. There has to come. And I just sat there and I said, Lord, here it is. Here it is. You got to receive it for yourself. Amen. Amen. I want to sing this blood. I know that's a tricky one. I brought the words up for myself. So I come to tell you he's alive. To tell you that he dries every tear that falls. So I come to tell you that he saves. To shout and to proclaim that he's coming back for you. I pray you can sing that song this after this weekend with a completely new, renewed vim and vigor. If that even, if you even know what those words mean. Amen. You don't know what those words mean, but a Jonas. <laughs> vim and vigor. Some new life. Some new power within. Some new zeal. Amen. Some new passion. There's vim and vigor for you. Amen. You sing that with me. You know why? Because but our David, I think, said, you're going to grill the devil. Pretty sure you said that. Right? Did you all hear that? I thought, well, that, that's a, an interesting way to put it. We're going to grill him. Because he referenced 10,000 volts, I think, is what you did. Right. 10,000 volts. And so then I just queried that 10,000 volts. And Brother Bram said, Satan flew against Eve. She wasn't the word, so it failed. He flew against Moses, and it did the same thing. But when he hit the Son of God, he was 10,000 volts. And he knocked loose the feathers out of him. He was grilled. 
right then and there. Amen. And he come back because he said, it is written. But if we are, as we heard this morning, Mrs. Jesus Christ, then we are not that Eve when Satan came to her. But as you heard, grill him. Because he's going to fly against you, Judah. And when he hits you, boom, he's going to be grilled. Because you've got the same word within you that grilled him when he hit him on Calvary. Amen. Walk out of here being a Satan frying machine as he walks into your pathway. Just keep zapping him. It's in you. You just got to speak it. The problem is you stop speaking his word as you go through school and you get in the next day. Continue to say, it's written. I'm this bride. I'm this church. Amen. Amen. Let's sing this blood. We're going to close right away. You ready? Amen. Let's sing this together.
raise your hand. All of you counselors are so high, super high so I can see them. Okay, there's only three counselors in this camp. That's crazy. Okay, thank you. Did we not read that scripture Sunday morning before camp? Sister Margaret, did we read that? Exceedingly abundantly. God is no debtor. Never a debtor. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Sister Amberley, great things he hath done. Amen. Brother Andrew Glover gave a line at the last camp. I think it was. But I'm trying to remember the one word in the middle. Is it, don't, you can either let up, give up, or give it all you got? Did anybody remember that? Come on, help me out, folks. Is that what it was? Well, I'm just, if it isn't, that's what it is. And I'll go back and listen. But I thought, that's good. You can either let up, off the gas pedal you can just give up all together as he said or you can give it all you got I said Lord let's give it all we got now let's leave this camp amen amen brother Lord give it all we got amen I'm tired you're tired but I'm still going to give it all we got till we cross the other side amen we ain't letting off no gas pedal amen I can't, I can't, I don't even have words, Brother David, Brother Andrew, I know Brother Thomas thanked you, but I want to thank you from my heart, laboring, finding the, the will of the Lord, and just giving of your, your strength till you're basically falling right over. 
I love both of you so dearly. God bless you. Thank you for being part of this. Thank you. Hallelujah. I told Brother Andrew, we've said uh, everybody tense up. The morning service said they're going to be a miracle here today. <laughs> well, I think you stated singular at that moment, but I'm pretty sure it was very plural. Oh, there were miracles upon miracles. And I'm, gonna, I'm ready to listen and hear the ones I don't know of because I know they're out there already. And I expect, as Brother Branham said, that as the, after the service, it just continues. As the Lord would move through the people and their faith would strike, the healings and the miracles would continue. It isn't stopping here. Amen. The upper room experience didn't stop. It isn't stopping here. It continued to spread. Amen. And they went under persecution. And some went this way and some went that way. And you're going to come under persecution. But you go this way and you go that way. And may the upper room experience explode. Amen. We heard about the octane and the little, as Brother Andrews preached, if it was water. But he said if it's that high octane level inside, what happens? Oh, we've got some mechanics in here. What happens? Okay, what's the, what's the science word? Combustion. I know school was a few weeks back and it's a few weeks ahead, but it's called combustion, which means it's an explosion inside when fire hits the octane and something happens. Amen, Levi? Go and combust to this world. Just blow apart. May the word of God just blast through you. But a Samarika Droka. You have the courage. You're somewhere out here. I don't know where you are, but go and bless the word of God. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. There are so many I need to thank. I could take a service. We have a service tonight. If you're all staying on grounds, it's at 5 p.m. It's a thank you service. I'm going to write all the names down. I'm going to go through each one if you're going to come. No, I'm just kidding. But I could and I should. Because it takes a body to bring this to pass. An incredible amount of work and effort. I know it's a good thing when we say, hey, it's 5 o'clock and it's dinner time. And you're like, oh, I got to eat again. Amen. That's a good thing. If you walked off of here like waifs because we starved you to death, that'd be terrible. We have an amazing kitchen staff. My goodness. God bless them. I know you're in the kitchen. I know you can hear. Sister Karen, Brother Tom, Sister Kim, Sister Charity, all those that work with you. Unbelievable. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Months before, hours of work before incredible and I can bet you that everybody here if we had a weigh-in scale I should actually do that as you drive in we drive your car across the pad and we're like well total gross weight is uh, okay including car we'll tear the car do all that business and then we'll do that as you go out and be like haha indeed you gained weight this camp yeah probably one of the only camps that that happens around this world <laughs> thank you to our kitchen yes sir 
Hey, man, I know all that back there. They're waiting for me to close. They're like, Brother Michael, just let us go. Because they're looking at their clock saying, I got to tear every wire and everything down. All the screens and pack them and wrap them and load them. God bless you. Brother Jonathan, all that back there. Brother Darren, God bless you. You sit there, you can hear us. Oh, I just can't quite hear that good enough. Somebody's back there trying to tweak that for you. Can I get that archive file? Can you get it up really quick? I really want to get to that service and listen to it really fast. Well, you know, they're trying back there. Amen. So before you go and listen to the archive, go and thank them back there to say, thank you for the archive. I'm going to watch. Amen. Because I know you probably have to watch all of them all over again. Amen. Helpers. All those that helped on the ground. Like I said, there's just too many because it's such a body. Even junior camp, all those that helped in the skits and the acting and all of that. Incredible work. Wonderful junior camp that we had so lord bless us there i have my i'll probably get scorned for this one a little bit but i'm no moses but i sure do have two people that lift on my arms up that's my buddies brother marco and my brother joel yeah they're my buddies I'm really tired, just to be flat, brutally honest. So I won't go down that road of any words because when you get tired, you get emotional. <laughs> and it's hard to wheel yourself backwards. <laughs> but I do. And then when, I, when everybody's gone, I have a wonderful sweetheart. <laughs> I know camp runs pretty smooth. It ain't me, it's my wife. <laughs> That's why her camp runs very smooth. Uh, there's a lot of details in the background that she's taking care of. It's just so, so incredible. The Lord gives you these gifts. Young men, don't delay in searching for your gift. <laughs> How's that for you? You're missing out on some wonderful time. May the Lord bring your moment. All right. I know Grandpa is probably listening to the service. I know his heart was so yearning to be here. And uh, we love him and Sister Ruth so much. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for their vision, as it's said many, many times. And we enjoy weekends like this, but forget the years, decades of labor to get to this point of time. And so we thank Brother Ed and Sister Ruth for watching. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Strengthen you. I could say this. If you're watching, you're watching at a later date, you're not forgotten. Just because you're not here, you're not forgotten, Grandpa and Grandma. No, sir. And I know there's a, there's a man of God behind me that I'm so proud to stand with on the platform that has continued to carry the vision. That God bless you. just the most wonderful body of believers here we do that's why brother tom could say it last night i think this morning how much he just loves you we're just a family family needs to say that you know how do you live in a family and never say that you loved each other it'd be terrible you never know that's why we say that because we're family 
and we love you. We love each other with all our heart. Those that loved the, uh, the activity was a little different. Brother Orange, Sister Amberly, Brother Caleb, Sister Hannah, Brother Luis, Sister Grace, Brother Jonas. These were ones that helped this year. Brother Luis, we talked about you often. I don't know where you are. I know where you are. Some, there's those ones in the background that you don't know they're there. And then you come down and you're like, oh, this all got done. And it was a really lame job. That's this type of brother right here. Yeah. Bless you, brother Luis. so much to say, so much to thank you for. May it not end here at camp. May it be just the beginning for so many. And I would urge, as Brother Thomas said, Brother David has said, many came up here desiring salvation, desiring God, desiring the Holy Ghost. And Brother Tom and I talked this morning, we said, well, the scripture's pretty clear, repent, be baptized, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And so we can't really get the cart before the horse as, as the term is said let's get it in order and God can then move in order God's a God of order amen so as he leads you I urge you to be sensitive to his will I might just go through a couple little bits of some closing here little points just as we close up the evening and then I am going to close with one song because they were gathered in the upper room so we're going to close on. I'm one of them. But uh, just as we get ready to close a little bit, I know you're warm and, and such, but I cannot overemphasize, and better Marco, is my wife here? There you are. If I miss anything, you just put your hand up, okay? Because Just put your hand up already, and then I'll know, because I know I'm probably going to miss something. <laughs> but uh, all those that are involved in the audiovisual realms of the church, uh, any technical area, can you please report to the back? We're going to start tearing that down and moving into the chapel and once that's all cleared then you can go to lunch okay. now, that's what you that's the plan right brother jonathan is to strip it down here move it to the chapel so just report to brother jonathan at the back uh, if you're involved in any of the tech areas of the camp uh, cleaning is a big topic here because uh we want to make sure you walk off grounds spick and span we have a camp coming in on wednesday and, uh, and uh, I won't tell you whose cabins, but I had to go and revacuum some cabins last camp before I left camp. And I really don't want to do that this camp. So please save me the, the a little bit, the, the blessing. <laughs> All forfeit the blessing this year <laughs> of, of, of vacuuming. Uh, so we want to make sure that everybody cleans their cabins very, very, very spotlessly. And then there's going to be a group, uh, team that's going to come in and QC that <laughs> right brother Jeff and brother Glenn are going to have a team with some people that are going to go to each cabin and confirm that it's good to go is that correct Abigail I got the nod so nobody's leaving their cabin until it's been checked with those brothers to make sure that it's clean all right so they'll be standing at the gate the guard post and uh, they'll be looking for no I'm just kidding but uh, we do want to make sure that uh, and so counselors please really reinforce that that everything is clean there in that aspect um, but 
I was mentioning to me that Sister Kim maybe needed a few extra hands just to, as we turn the kitchen around. But is there anybody here that, Brother Jeff, anybody knows that? Also, maybe if you have a little bit, if you, if you don't have a task, Sister Kim or Brother Tom, they were turning the kitchen around and they had said maybe a couple extra hands could be used there. Uh, so maybe check with them. Uh, Brother Anthony, Frey, are you at the back somewhere? Yeah. You have your tent crew all in order? Do you want me to say anything about that? All tent crew meet you at the back after the service? All right. Do that. And uh, just also another, I know some have come on grounds over these last few days, kind of trickle here and there that are not registered. But this afternoon, I really have to uh, enforce and, and just be very specific here. If you're not staying on grounds, if you have not been sleeping overnight here, please, the kitchen does not have food to accommodate non-registered campers. So I know everybody, well, you know, me or you it's others too just non-registered campers please uh the kitchen has just limited food for those that are on on grounds here and just everybody knows there's no wednesday service this week and that's so that's just to be clear with that um if we can do a real good garbage cleanup please as everybody would make their way i know you'll take your chair where's the chair right along here all right so when we leave today you'll pick up your chair or two please anybody that's uh going to specific specify an age but i won't do that but brothers you can pick up a chairs for some of the sisters or the older for the older brothers and sisters here help them out taking their chairs any hands up no pretty good hey i like that thank you wow. we did it any questions and we have a baptism that's the best announcement of all just about 20 or so minutes after service we're just going to go right to the uh right to the wonderful pond here that's, that has a little baptismal area there. And if you desire it, talk to Brother Tom as we just get turned around and change the order of the service. And after all of that, the greatest thank you that I could ever give is to our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for the things that he's done for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As we go, I'm just going to pray. We start with prayer. We'll end with prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, each one, Lord, you, we were just talking this morning even as different ones moved through the weekend and the, how you touched each one and we were talking how it just seemed that there's not even one person I can think of or that didn't receive something Lord sometimes you can leave and you're just your heart's burning for somebody that's maybe struggling but Lord my mind was just overwhelmed with it it's just Lord you touched every heart Lord everybody that came Lord that had a need and even as my heart rejoiced Lord for our sister Julie Lord there was just a, a just a presence of joy and Lord overflowing here on the platform as we came to the end of the prayer line even last night and Lord we just walked through and said I just want to receive of the Lord and Lord I, she even just testifying the Lord has given me all that I desired Lord I, but I'm going to ask abundantly and I need my back to be healed Lord and you answered her prayer and Lord we can just say uh, how can we thanks thanks I give you thanks for all you've done is such a uh, 
so inadequate, Lord, about how we can appreciate you. But Lord, I pray, look deep into the dark, the deepest regions of our heart. And Lord, may we express it, Lord, not in mouth, but in deed. Lord, as we heard the very first service, my, our reasonable service, Lord, our giving of our all, doers of the word and not just hearers. So Lord, I, I consecrate this people as they would leave these campgrounds, Lord, and we would just start to encourage ourselves and sh surely, Lord, it's going to be, Lord, an Emmaus moment, but not where we're not recognizing your presence. But Lord, there'll be a different Emmaus moment as we walk down these roads and leave the camp, but we'll recognize the presence of God in our midst, Lord. And Lord, we'll just, just talk, start to just talk about and encourage each other, Lord, of what you did, Lord, testifying as you did to Legion. Lord, you released Legion of thousands of demons and you spoke to him. He wanted to follow you and he wanted to go with your disciples and Lord, move with the word as you moved through the different regions, but you told him, no, you're going to go back and testify. And Lord, he tore up the city. So Lord, I pray each person here, I pray they tear up their little cities, Lord. They tear up their schools. They tear up their jobs. Lord, testifying that I was in an upper room at a campground at Mount Baker Bible Way and the presence of Almighty God met us service after service after service. Lord, may we not be hesitant. May we not be bashful to testify of what you've done. Lord, I can tell you Legion wasn't bashful. Lord, he as the other leaped and jumped praising God because you met his need, Lord. So may we do that, Lord, thanking you for all you've done as we leave this camp. We give you the glory and the honor and the praise, not nothing of man but all you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Are you glad you're one of them? Amen. Me too. They were gathered in. You can sing this. You can take up your chair. You can shake a hand. You can give a greeting and a hug. You're dismissed from this camp in the name of Jesus Christ.